You may have heard of us, but you might not know Bank First is a community bank that has no fee ATM access, interest and perks earning checking accounts. With online and mobile banking, mortgages for every stage of life, and modern business banking for businesses, small and big. We keep it all together to put you first. Do you bank with us? You should. Bank First is an equal housing lender and a member of FDIC. Welcome to Out of Left Field, presented by Farm Bureau. I'm Bart Gregory, along with Charlie Winfield. We're in the Farm Bureau studios here in downtown Starkville. Charlie, hey, since the last time we got together. It's been think- kind of a boring off week. Yeah, Not cool. a lot's been going on. Hey, we won the off week. <laughs> <laughs> you can say whatever you want to say now, Charlie. I'm free. <laughs> no, come on. I'm kidding. I'm, yeah. I'm kidding. Got to have a little fun with life, right? Yeah, that's that's a good thing. Is you look. I'll tell you this though: the gloves are off now. <laughs> no, come on. Well, of course, we did not have Sunday coffee this past week. We did not have our Friday deep dig because we were off in football this past week, and this is our midweek show. Hey, looking forward to uh, to talking to Doctor Mark Keenum. We're going to talk to Doctor Keenum on the today's show and get his uh, timeline from the past week and kind of going forward and looking forward to talking to Dr. Keenum, getting his thoughts. We're going to ask the tough questions. The tough questions. Who gets to ask the tough ones, you or me? Why don't you go first, and then <laughs> I'll come behind you. Uh, well, of course, uh, this past weekend, news breaking that uh, we are going to have a new athletic director at Mississippi State, and in the coming future, in the don't know how short-term it will be. Bracky Brett is the interim athletic director right now for the foreseeable future, and, it, and we'll talk to Dr. Keenum in just a little bit about maybe the timeline of when he's looking at uh, possibly having the replacement for John Cohen in the pipeline. Hey, and what about Bracky getting out in front on name, image, and likeness yesterday? Sending out the email. Sent out an email to all the Bulldog Club members, encouraging them to give to the Bulldog Initiative. And, look, I know not everybody likes it. I get it. But it just is. It's important. And I will tell you this. Every interaction I've had with Bracky Brett, and I get it, it's just been a few days, but it has been positive. We're going to help. We're going to push. We're going to empower people in this department to do good things. And, uh, you know, he's got some enthusiasm. And I, a lot of times you worry about that gap period, right? You go from having a leader uh, in place for so long and now you don't. I think Mississippi State's going to do just fine. There's a lot of talented people. And I think they're going to just do just fine until somebody's in place. You have some people in place that have been through this before. And, hey, this department is full of good people. It's, it's full of really good people. And what's the old adage of the, the Ritz-Carlton? The answer is yes. Now, what's the question? I mean, you have to have a positive outlook. And this is not going to be a show. If you tune in right now, we're not going to take pot shots. And I'm just going to say. Do we get to do that on the deep dig? Yeah. that's ah, one. That's, on. So the, the thing about going forward, and we can talk about this after we talk to Dr. Keenum, but kind of what we're looking for in uh, a new athletic director at State. And you mentioned being positive and the positive outlook and, and Bracky, But uh, I think what it shows you is a positive reception. And like I go back to the Ritz call to the answer is yes, now what's the question? You have people who try to move positively or you have people who try to figure out and make excuses of why you can't do things. And so we uh, – there's a lot of positivity right now 
a lot of positivity within our athletic department uh, looking forward to, uh, to what we can achieve in the next six months. I think the good news is this. Like I said, I think we're in a good spot. We've got good timing. And I am confident that the guy we're about to talk to is going to get things right. Yep. And so we are in the Farm Bureau studios here in downtown Startwell Farm Bureau. Go with the home team at Farm Bureau. Check them out at favorites.com. If you're in the market for any kind of insurance, whether it's home, life, auto, whatever, go by and see our good friends. They're in your community. No matter where you're listening to this show in the state of Mississippi, they have an office in your community. And so go by and see our friends at Farm Bureau. So Charlie and I will talk with Dr. Mark Keenum on the other side of the break. You're listening to Out of Left Field presented by Farm Bureau. And welcome back to Out of Left Field, presented by Farm Bureau. I'm Bart Gregory, along with Charlie Winfield. We're going to talk to Dr. Mark Keenan before we do. This conversation brought to you by our friends at Country Pleasing Sausage. Country Pleasing, made right here in the state of Mississippi. It's a Mississippi-made product on Highway 49 down in Florence. That's where Country Meat Packers is. But Country Pleasing, so many different varieties, just the original, the jalapeno cheddar, pineapple and pork, it's just so many great kinds of sausage that they have. It's without doubt the best you'll ever have and our good friends at country pleasing so dr keenum how are you doing How's i'm it? doing wonderful bart that, thank you that's great i tell you we have an off week last week and that's mm-hmm. usually a chance for everybody to do whatever they need to do and get away from sports i know you've had a busy time over the last week what's been the timeline for you uh, for this past weekend leading up to today well uh it wasn't much of an off weekend i'll tell you that i uh, had talked to john john approached me last Thursday, and told me that he had been approached by Auburn University, their consideration for their athletics director. And, you know, I told him, well, you know, I think a lot of you too, John, and I wish you'd stay here. And we talked a good bit about that. And he said yes, but he felt that he needed to at least talk to them, and he did. And then uh, I guess it was on Saturday, he told me that they had made him an offer, and but he had not had not accepted it. We kept talking. We had more conversations into Sunday, and and then Monday morning he decided that he would go ahead and resign his position here at Mississippi State. And I think they made the official announcement that afternoon. But he went ahead and resigned Monday morning, and I thanked him for his services to the university and all that he had provided in leadership. And I think John has done a great job. And Auburn is really, they're going to get a great leader in John Cohen. But you know what? You move on, and you wish him well and all the best. And so we are going to move forward and bring in another outstanding director of our athletics department. That's kind of how we got to where we are right now. As you look forward, there are a number of different models that presidents use when engaging athletic directors. Some people know where they want to go. Some people use a search firm or maybe an advisory panel, search committees. What's the process that you've chosen? Well, we're probably going to do what we've done in the past. Uh, you know, this is not my first time to do this. This will be the, actually the third time that I will have been part of hiring an athletics director here. And I think we've done a good job in identifying good leaders here. I, I know other schools, like we're just talking about Auburn, have really appreciated the leadership that we've had here at Mississippi State. But anyway, going forward, we'll do, like I said, what we've done in the past. We will have a search consultant that will work with us. We'll use 
probably the same consultant that we've used in the past. And they'll do a canvas of national, this is a national search, and we'll put out an official posting of the job, you know, on our MSU Human Resources site, laying out the qualifications that we'll be looking for and all that goes into that. But we'll have a search consultant that will, like I said, canvas universe of college athletic leaders that might have an interest to be our next uh, athletics director. And we'll go through that list of potential individuals and and then make a decision on who we would like to talk to. And with the technology that we have now, we didn't do this last time. I didn't know about Zoom six years ago. Okay, <laughs> We'll probably do some preliminary discussions with some individuals, a wide range of individuals, and do it using technology. And then from there, we'll go to a smaller subset of individuals that we'll probably sit down and talk to. And I'll have, of course, people that I will be consulting with, done this, like I said, in the past, who will get input from others as to the kind of person that we need to consider. But you got to keep this as confidential as you can. That's another important factor in this because some of the people that we'll be talking to will be sitting athletics directors at some major universities. They will not want their you know, their alumni or their president or others in their university to know that they're maybe looking to leave. And so you have to keep it extremely confidential. Having said that, uh, as far as the process, it'll be a very small group, maybe me and just a very few people, because that person at the end of the day is going to be reporting to me. And the responsibility, uh, either good or bad, it rests on my shoulders to make that decision as to who will be the director of our athletics department. So I take it very seriously because I love this university and I'm a big, strong supporter of our athletics programs and I want a good leader. And so that's kind of what we're looking at. Timeline, it's hard to say. Uh, I met with the uh, all of the leadership team of our athletics department on Monday afternoon. And when we named, we named Bracky Brett, who's a longtime serving leader here on our campus, he's associate athletics director, and named him to be the interim athletics director, but I went over and met with the entire leadership, the executive leadership team, and I told them that my, my desire is to move as quickly as we can. I don't want it to drag out for an extended long period of time. I don't see the necessity for that. I think we can move forward. So realistically, you know, we're about to enter a holiday season. Thanksgiving's around the corner, and then we'll be right into Christmas. And so that, that may complicate things a little bit. But my hope is early in the year, I'm going to say the end of this year, first of next year, that we'll know who that person will be to be the leader of our athletics department. So that gives you some idea of the timeline. Dr. Keenum, you mentioned a minute ago about sitting athletic directors. When you start talking about the pool and the important qualifications and the traits of a good athletic director, I know that you're looking for a certain set of traits and qualifications, but also you being the chairman of the Board of Governors for the College Football Playoff Committee, you've always been a sports guy, unlike a lot of college presidents. But being the chairman of that Board of Governors group, do you think that's broadened, one, the pool of candidates, and two, kind of broaden your scope of what today's athletic director should look like? Well, I, you know, I hope so. I've had the opportunity to get to know commissioners and athletics directors from other universities all across the country. 
that I probably would not have been exposed to had I not been in this position with the college football playoff board. And, yeah, I think that's very fortunate because I have a whole wider range of individuals that I plan to be calling on and talking to and getting uh, advice from and uh, recommendations from uh, over the next several days and weeks. And, you know, talking about the, the qualities of what we're looking for, of course, when you look at a major Power Five college uh, athletic program, it's a big business. I don't know exactly what our budget is, but I, I think it's somewhere north of 130 plus million dollars. So that's a lot to to manage, and it's only growing, and it's going to continue to get bigger and bigger over the next several years. So you want someone who can manage a major business, can manage people, huge operation. That's a big qualification that I'm looking for. Obviously, someone in this business who knows and understands how to hire coaches. That's probably one of the most important things that an athletic director does is hire coaches. And I think John Cohen has done a great job in that regard. When you look up and down the line of the people that we have here and on our coaching staff, he's done a great job. We have great coaches. And so having someone who understands that is very important to me going forward. But you also want someone who, who's good with people and can relate well to people. You know, we're a very much a family university. We have a wonderful family-based uh, alumni. So many of our alumni, you know, they love our sports. They love our athletics programs and their fans. And, and so I want someone who can relate well and connect with our fan base, with Mississippi State people, and, and we feel comfortable with and that will be an important quality that I will be trying to assess in the ability of someone who has those qualities and, and ability to, to relate well with others. Of course, college athletics is evolving and changing. Like It's just a whirlwind. Just in the last really couple of years, with, with the things that we've seen, the changes, name, image, and likeness, and how that's impacted college athletics, transfer portal, and it's just a whole new world compared to where it was when we brought John Cohen on as our athletics director, just to give you a, an example. But there's a lot of changing going on in, in college athletics. And, and so I want someone who, who understands what's going on in this new era of college athletics and is tuned in and, and can bring good leadership and counsel to all of us here, to me, to, to our university, to our Bulldog Club, but so supportive of our university and providing resources and, and can provide very important leadership and for our coaches as well and helping them navigate this new era of, of college athletics, which is very, very challenging for all of us. So it's a big job. And it's a big responsibility, and but I'm confident we're going to find a great leader. I'm very confident about that. Absolutely. Well, we're talking with Mississippi State President Dr. Mark Keenum, and we'll continue this conversation on the other side of the break. And once again, this segment brought to you by our friends at Country Pleasing Sauce. It's a Mississippi-made product. You're listening to Out of Left Field, presented by Farm Bureau. And we welcome you back. We're talking to Dr. Mark Keenum, the president of Mississippi State. This segment brought to you by our friends at Tracks Plus. Tracks Plus, five locations, three in the state of Mississippi. Equipment for the forester, equipment for the dirt mover, the dirt contractor, 
Saney Mini Excavators and Excavators, and then the Barco and Rayco equipment for the Forester. Tracks Plus. Bart asked you about your service to the Board of Managers, college football playoffs. A lot of big news coming out there. Give us a brief update on where things stand with the expansion of the college football playoffs and when we might see that. Well, I'm, I'm very pleased, as you know, that back in early September, our Board of Managers, we finally agreed to expand the college football playoff from four teams to 12 teams. And and that doesn't seem like much on surface, but it was a lot of work to get to that point. And um, it took us almost two years to have that vote. And we had a formal vote. And I wanted consensus for a couple of reasons. Just I think it's important to have consensus. And I was pleased that it was a unanimous vote, uh, 11 votes, 11 to nothing. The possibility of, of expanding the playoff before the end of the current contract we have, our media contract with ESPN, which runs through the 2025 football season. If we were going to try to start college football playoff expansion before the 26th season, because of legal requirements, we had to be unanimous because we're amending an existing contract, and that's the way we're set up. If we're going to amend the contract, we have to be unanimous. So that's hard because one conference could stop the whole process, and at least starting before the 26th season. Now, we know that in year 26, our 26th season for college football, we'll have to have some new format, either keep the same thing we're doing now or have a new format, and we don't have to be unanimous in the year 20 for 2026. But we were very focused on starting this possibly in the year 2024. So we adopted the new policy or the new expansion 12-team format, and then we turned to the athletics director. And Jack Swarbrick, who is the uh, athletic director at Notre Dame, 11 of them, and we've asked them to work out the details with the idea that we could start as early as 2024. And recognize, and I said this right after we had the vote back in September, that we may not be able to get all the details and logistics worked out by then. Uh, there's a lot involved in existing contracts with bowls, and, of course, our media provider, ESPN, a lot of issues there. We're looking at moving the dates back, obviously, to accommodate more games. And we had just signed contracts with Atlanta uh, and Miami. Atlanta to host the national championship game in January of 2025, and Miami after in January 2026 after the 25 season. We had just signed the contracts with these with these communities with hotels and sites and the stadium and all the officials, and and then we passed this and said, well, let's try to start it in 2020 January 2025. Move back, and you just don't snap your fingers and do that. And so there's a lot going on right now. And the commissioners have been meeting since our our board approval back in September. Uh, I'll be speaking later today with Commissioner Sankey and getting an update on the progress of their meetings. We talk at least once a week, sometimes more than that, uh, as they've been working through some of the details. They're making good progress, but I'm hopeful and encouraged that we can get this resolved and and have some announcement from our commissioners the management committee, as we call them, with recommendations to the board. And I don't even know if the board needs to take any further action now. We might need to do something from a legal standpoint. 
but it'll be based on the recommendation of the commissioner. So uh, that's kind of where we are. Uh, it's in the hands of the commissioners. But the big decision to expand has been made, and we're committed to that. So it'll either start in 2024, or at the latest, it'll start in 2026. Dr. Keenum, a part of the SEC, of course, and you, you mentioned Greg Sankey. There's so many leagues right now in flux, but that's one of the great things about being in what we think is the best league in the country mm. and the leadership that we have with Greg Sankey, our commissioner. We're in a pretty good spot right now of where we are. Oh, we couldn't have a better leader than Greg Sankey. He is the – there have been a lot of changes. Uh, you're right, flux and, and schools that are moving around, transitioning within from one conference to another – We've had some new commissioners that have come on the scene. Uh, actually, within the past just over a year, we've got three new commissioners. So a lot of change in leadership across the country, and, and Greg has just been steady, and he has been well-respected throughout the nation. And, and you're right. From an athletics standpoint, there is not a better, more competitive conference league of universities than the southeastern conference it is by far the best and it's only going to continue to get better and in years to come and a lot of that has to do again with the great leadership that we have and, and with greg sankey and his vision and and how he works so well with all the other university presidents and chancellors and it's a good group that group of university presidents and leaders within the southeastern conference we get along well we're very collegial we're very supportive uh, we're very competitive, don't get me wrong. When our schools and our teams are lined up, we 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 all want to win. We all want to beat each other. But it's broader than that, and we are supportive of one another. And I think that's what makes the Southeastern Conference so strong is how we are so collegial and we get along. And as, as our motto says, you know, the, the SEC, it just means more. And I think that's the case across the spectrum is who we represent and the universities that we represent. To that point, we had a chance to interview Commissioner Sankey mm. last year, and he emphasized to me that every vote we have is 14-0. <laughs> every vote well, is unanimous. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. We, we'll have our say, and we, you know, we'll have some differences on issues and policies that arise, And but at the end of the day, when we know where we stand, we all come together and support moving forward. And, hey, when we have a new athletic director in place, Charlie and I have talked about this, we'll have four of the 14 sitting athletic directors <laughs> that have some kind of tie to Mississippi State. I mean, I know sometimes you've got to call Greg and Scott and say, boys, let me tell you, you got to look at your wall and see that diploma up there now. <laughs> so, well, um, it's interesting. You know, uh, well, three, yeah. Uh, three of the 14 will be Mississippi State graduates. A lot of people don't know that Greg Byrne is a Mississippi State graduate. That's right. Um, but you're right, yeah. There will be four of the 14 that will have ties to this university. So it's a, we're slowly, Mississippi State, trying to take over the Southeastern <laughs> Conference. The plan's yeah, coming together. It's coming together. <laughs> um, we talk a lot about sports, obviously, but there's a lot going on campus there's a lot of good things happening at mississippi state right now i picked up the paper the other day saw that we've got some generous donations new construction going on what are things going on on campus that you're proud of oh my goodness the campus is very robust it's growing i'm so proud of the, the quality of the students that we have here on the on our campus and, and university and and all that they are achieving the recognition and the prestige that they continue to bring to to our campus 
our faculty are world class, and the work they're doing and research uh, and is just off the charts, bringing again tremendous prestige and recognition to our university. And then you know just growth. Uh, goodness gracious, uh, over the past just several years, we've expended more than a billion dollars in, in in infrastructure here on the campus. You, and athletics has been a big part of that. Look at what's going on at Humphreys Coliseum right now with major renovation going on there. New tennis facility, new softball facility, new baseball stadium, and on and on. Just and all the uh, modifications and renovations in Davis Wade Stadium, our football stadium. So a lot of growth in just the athletics arena, but new facilities here. Tomorrow I'll be dedicating our new music building here on the campus. And uh, it, we opened it just at the beginning of this school, at this semester for the school year. But our formal ribbon-cutting dedication will be tomorrow. Beautiful facility and much-needed facility. Uh, and it's right next to the Richard Rula Engineering and Science Complex that we just opened up uh, last year and beautiful new addition to our engineering, Bagley College of Engineering. And then you probably are referring to the gift that we received from Jim and Tommy Duff, $15 million gift to help us in our efforts to build another transformational facility on our campus. It'll be one of the largest academic facilities on the campus, more than, well, 100,000 plus square feet is what we're looking at uh, to be the home to our kinesiology department, student support services, and autism program here at Mississippi State. And some people, or a lot of people don't realize this, but kinesiology is our largest program on our campus. We have more students enrolled in kinesiology than any other program on our campus. And and so we need a new facility to accommodate this growing area of academics on our campus. And this gift and support we've received from the state legislature will help us build this new facility. And we're in the process of getting our design work on this. And, and I'm hopeful we can begin construction by no later than mid-next year is what we're shooting for. Dr. Keenum, we appreciate you. Appreciate the two of you, too. And that's Dr. Mark Keenum. Charlie and I will come back and have a final word here on Out of Left Field, presented by Farm Bureau. And we welcome you back. Final segment of Out of Left Field, presented by Farm Bureau. Charlie, a good conversation right there with Dr. Keenum. I thought it was you know, very interesting. He brought up all of his qualifications. I thought one of the things that kind of stood out is, I mean, I think he's really wanting somebody to engage the fan base. Just uh, he, he was very positive as well. And so just kind of looking forward to the future, and that's where we are. I think any time you have a change, and I think you've heard me with my theory before, you need turnover, whether it's the head coach of a, a sport, whether it's the athletic director. Now and then you just need some turnover, and it's not because somebody was good, bad. I think the days of, and this is a uh, a coaching example, but the days of a Bobby Bowden, Joe Paterno going to Penn State and just staying that long aren't going to happen. I mean, look even at Greg Burns' career, who a lot of people have a ton of respect for. You know, he's kind of been that eight-year guy, right? Yeah. Of course, didn't quite make that here. But, but you know, I think you, you see a guy who who's going to move. And so the thing is, now what you have is an opportunity. You have an opportunity to – bring in some energy, to bring in some excitement, to bring in some fan base connection. 
I'm not like, I, I guess, some people. I don't think the sky's falling with MSU athletics. I think we've got a lot of good things going on. I'm really excited about basketball. You know, I think baseball's going to get back where it needs to be. And I think we're going to hang half a hundred on Auburn here in a couple of days. So I'll feel <laughs> a lot better after that, too. Yeah, we'll have our Friday deep dig tomorrow on the Friday show. And then on Sunday, we'll come back in here and we'll talk about it. And, uh, yeah, this is a week where – this is different, though. I mean, people have said something to the effect of, hey, this is a big game. This is not like Florida when when Dan was coming back. Oh, no, Dan no. had an effect on the game. This is a – the effect of this one is we need our sixth win. Yes. We need a sixth win against a program and a team, a program that has been dysfunctional. And they're with a interim head coach. Hey, look, I get that, but let me just say this. It's to a lesser extent, but when we went to the Gator Bowl – that was still Michigan running out of that tunnel. That was still the oh, blue yeah. and maze or whatever. And I get it that Rich Rod was messing that thing up, but you wanted to beat them. Yeah, you did. And I'm telling you, it's still that Auburn, still the AU on those helmets, man. It still is. the same jersey Bo Jackson wore. And I tell you this, sometimes guys on a team may need a little bit of a fresh start. And I just think back to us playing Lamar Jackson and Louisville in the Gator Bowl and about how that team rallied around Greg Knox. Let me tell you something. There's going to be some Auburn players that rally around Cadillac Williams this week. But you got to go out there and you got to take away their spirit in a hurry. You don't want to look up in the second quarter in a 10-7 game. No, not you, at all. No, I mean, this is one. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, one of my numbers is going to be three. I want to score on all three of our first possessions. Well, I'll take that. I'll take that right now. All right, hey, appreciate you guys joining us. It was great to talk with Dr. Mark Keenum, the president of Mississippi State. And, of course, tomorrow we'll have our Friday deep dig, and we'll jump into the matchup with the Auburn Tigers. And then Sunday have our Sunday coffee as well as we break it down. And hopefully we're not talking about just a win. I want to blow the doors off this weekend. Half a hundred, man. That's what I want. No doubt. Thanks to our good friends at Farm Bureau. Go with the home team at Farm Bureau. At Tracks Plus, with five locations now, you've got the Startwell, Columbus, Hickory, Mississippi. That's the original Summit. And then Alexandria, Louisiana, and Bessemer, Alabama. Hey, we haven't talked about Startwell, Mississippi's college town this past week. We had Pumpkin Palooza. We had Bulldog Bash last week. Charlie, it looks like all the doors of the studio are still here. That's a positive. No broken glass. We're doing good. Yeah. And so if you're coming to Startville looking for reservations to make it restaurants, we've got home games the next two weeks at night, 630 this week, then 6 o'clock next Saturday night against the Georgia Bulldogs. And uh, we'll find out, I guess, on Monday when that East Tennessee State game will be. And so the next two games will be home games. If you're looking for reservations at restaurants for hotels, go to startwell.org. And that website can allow you to make your plans the next time you come to Mississippi's College Town. And also our good friends at Bank First, bankfirstfs.com for all your lending needs. For Charlie Winfield, I'm Bart Gregory. Appreciate you guys listening to Out of Left Field, presented by Farm Bureau.